0: Hello besties and welcome to the fourth episode of my podcast Time40. Today we are going to be talking all things you need to start doing and I'm going to make this like a sort of series where I post podcasts talking about things you need to start doing. Sometimes they're a little nudge to myself as well. Um, And today we're taking the perspective of our mental health so things you need to start doing doing to help yourself mentally i have 10 things listed here in front of me because obviously today i had to list them down or else i would forget them i will be getting into each and every one of them however before as we always do it's time to share our gratitudes so let's get started with those So my first gratitude of the week is being able to sustain myself. I was literally taking a shower today when I realized how much I had, in fact, wanted to be in a place in my life where I can sustain myself, and I'm super grateful I'm here. However, I don't stop to think about how grateful I actually feel as often as I should. I feel, and I just wanted to say it, like it, to, it to be my first gratitude today. Just how amazingly grateful I am to be able to sustain myself both at this age and at this point in my life second thing I'm super super grateful for is my online community which is you here on Instagram just everywhere you guys talk to me I'm super super grateful for all of you just because you fill my heart with pure love and happiness In a way, I can't explain. I just can't get over the feeling of me going on my Instagram and getting messages, super, super personal messages from you, whom most of which I haven't ever met face-to-face. However, you feel so comfortable sharing so much with me, which makes me feel super grateful then. Because I think to myself, you know, maybe oversharing at times isn't even that bad. Like, (laughs) I'm, I'm actually really happy that... I do so because, first of all, so many of you have told me that at some point in your life, you've considered me to be your friend, even though you had never actually talked to me or you've referred to me to your friends or to someone, you know, as your friend, which for me is amazing because that's exactly what I want, both from this podcast, both from my Instagram. I want everyone watching to feel like they have a friend in me or and that's exactly how I feel the other way around. I feel like I have a friend in you. So that is exactly why I am super grateful for you. Then I am super grateful for being at a point in my life where I realize the correct way to stand up for myself. Like, what is the correct way to stand up for myself? How to do it? I am strong enough mentally to do it because there was a time where I wasn't. Um, my anxiety just wouldn't let me. And I'm super, super grateful for being at this point because I feel like my life is testing me at times and I'm standing up for myself which is great because these are obvious things but sometimes they're not so easy even though they're so obvious like okay it's obvious that if, if something isn't going the way you think you deserve and you did nothing wrong you're going to stand up for yourself but realistically how easy is it when you're like In the situation sometimes it's easier said than done and you're more inclined to just you know maybe let it slide or just reply too late to the situation like confront it too late and i'm at a point where i just know the best way to stand up for myself without going like the extra mile and getting super anxious about it you know yeah Now, what are yours? What are your gratitudes today? Just think of three and, you know, just think about them thoroughly. How grateful do you feel? Why do you feel grateful for them? Was there a time where you really, really wanted them? Or did these things just happen naturally and you're super grateful that they actually did? Or are you grateful um, that you're maybe in this journey right now and, you know, you're, you're getting yourself towards the life you want for yourself? And that brings us on our first point that we're talking about today. So I'm just going to give you some time to think about your gratitudes, and then we'll get to number one of things you need to start doing to help yourself mentally. So, I have 10 points written right in front of me. I wanted today's points to be things I've talked about or touched on my stories. However, never gotten very deep in them because I feel like on my stories, and that is exactly why I thought of making this podcast is that I feel really limited to talk to you because there is like the one minute stamp on each story. So if I talk to you for 30 minutes, it will be 30 stories. And I hate a lot of stories on my Instagram. Like I hate people going on my stories and finding a a load of stories waiting for them. So that's exactly what I didn't want. And now, thankfully, I have my podcast, which I'm also very grateful for, by the way, Um, because I can talk very, very like deeply delve deeply into the topic. And number one is you should start appreciating where you are now more now on this All I want to say is that sometimes we are so focused on the end goal that we forget to appreciate the journey getting to that end goal. And realistically, when we get to the end goal, it's like, okay, I got here, now what? And you start thinking of your next goal. So the journey is even more important than the end goal, because at times during the journey, you even realize that, you know what, you're not actually interested in getting the end goal. So you divert to another goal. So that journey was very important, because it taught you what you did not want. And understanding what you do not want is as important as understanding what you want. Because realistically, it's like not taking a decision is still taking a decision. You know, that sort of psychological thing (laughs) that knowing what you don't want obviously means knowing what you want, or sometimes doesn't exactly mean knowing what you want. But if you know that, you know what, I do not want this, that's already something really important to know. So appreciating where you are now more, being more in the present and understanding the importance of the journey you're on, even if it's not a comfortable one, even if it's a journey which is irritating you and making you feel like you really need a break, like a six-month break, from life. But you will understand why it was so important. I'm sure you will get to a point where you will say, yes, that's that's why all of this happened. That was why. Number two, let's get to this point, which is you need to start breathing properly. I find myself trying to catch a breath a lot of the times during the days. And sometimes I can't even breathe properly because like my breath won't come out and make me feel relieved by taking a breath. And I need to take like a very deep breath until I feel relieved. And sometimes we're so so engrossed in like things that don't really matter or doing what we have on our to-do list, getting things done, being productive, living our life that we forget to breathe properly. Like, realistically, do you ever stop to think about how you're breathing and if you maybe can improve your breathing and your breathing techniques? Because sometimes anxiety can just be the way we're breathing. And we breathe unconsciously, like we breathe even when we're sleeping. Doesn't that baffle you that we we breathe when we're sleeping? Like, how does that work? But if we're breathing while we're sleeping... Can you just imagine how if you would stop during the day at times to just realize your breathing, how much that would, first of all, ground you? Second of all, help you perfect your breathing, which helps with your anxiety because you're making sure that enough oxygen is getting to your brain. Second, third point, not second, third point, breathing properly really makes you feel more in the present moment. Like I'm here, I'm breathing, I'm feeling oxygen entering my body and leaving my body as well, which is part of meditation. But obviously, you're not going to meditate in front of the office. So maybe working on your breathing techniques and making sure you're breathing properly can really, really help you in your mental health journey. Try it and let me know how it goes. (laughs) Number three is practice gratitude you need to start practicing gratitude. This might seem cheesy or this might seem really, really, you know, stupid, maybe, but it's not. Practicing gratitude is actually really important. If you want to be positive, you need to start being thankful for all the good that's happening in your life because focusing on the bad only brings up more bad realistically like if you really if you're outside and you really 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 want to see a black car all you'll think of and all you'll try to see is a black car a a literal pink ferrari could pass by and you wouldn't notice because you're just looking for a black car you know so practicing gratitude will shift your mind from thinking about the put From the sorry thinking about the negative it will shift it onto the positive and trust me it does actually happen i was talking about this with lexi today and it actually happens because before i i didn't used to believe it i I used to be like you know what this practice gratitude and think happiness is just stupid like you can't be happy if you're If you're truly going through a very rough patch and realistically, no, if you practice enough gratitude, there will obviously come times where you're like, you know, what can can I take a break? Like, can I have a break, please? Like, thank you, universe. I've had my lessons. Now I need a break. And it doesn't understand, obviously, (laughs) if there's a lesson we need to go through, we need to go through it. But practicing gratitude will at least make you feel grateful for what you're going through because you're learning something out of it. So, and with that comes number four, which is you need to start training your mind. I'm constantly, constantly talking about this, and I'm sure that I'm going to be making an episode about this, because so many of you have asked me, but how do you actually train your mind? And I know, I definitely know I'm going to be making a podcast episode literally just on this. So today I'm just touching on it. Um... But training your mind, just like practicing gratitude, starts to like sort of um, adjust the path you want your mind to take. Whenever an inconvenience happens, whenever something you do, you know, just bothers you or creates unnecessary anxiety or unnecessary stress, you know, training your mind will adjust the way you look at things the way you look at arguments, the way you look at people coming at you, like, or, you know, just being straight up rude, people passing on comments you don't want them to pass. And I believe that training your mind does have a lot of effect on confidence as well. I've been training my mind for quite a while now, ever since going to therapy. And I'm still at like the process I feel I haven't gotten to a part where I say you know what I've gotten to a very good part and now I can like do it slow slower sort of I'm still on the path and it's still it's still going very quickly (laughs) I'm still putting a lot of work in it and a lot of effort um but it does help like you all over and I just know that if there's something I would recommend to you listening out of these 10, it would be this and point number 10, which we'll get to later. But training your mind is just the cherry on the cake. If you really, really want to make your mental health, you know, just get better. If you want your mental health to get better and to just flourish, because ultimately what we want in life is to feel peaceful within ourselves, with ourselves and within our situation. So, you know, just being peaceful at peace in your mind is just, that's my ultimate goal. And training your mind will really, really help you. Point number five is positive affirmations. So you need to start affirming yourself more. And I'm going to Closely related this one to point number six, which is you need to stop your overthinking mid-thinking and change perspective. So this is exactly how I stop my overthinking. Whenever I'm overthinking or I catch myself overthinking, what I do is I change perspective instantly by affirming myself. So if I am worried that, you know, let me just think of a very quick thing I could start overthinking of. Okay, so you're sitting for an exam and mid-exam or even after the exam, you're starting to yourself, you know what, what if I don't pass? What will happen? I will not get to uni. I will not get that job. I will not be able to take this course. And then if I don't take this course, you know, you start moving one month by one month through this overthinking process. So what I do is I stop myself and I tell myself, you know what, I did the exam. Like, I actually went through all the hassle to study and to do the exam. So I'm capable of sitting for an exam. If I'm capable for sitting for an exam, I'm capable for getting to that course or doing that course or getting to that into that school or getting that job. I'm worthy of that job. And if that job is really something that's going to be good for me or that is, you know, something that I really need to have in my life and am to have, then I will get it no matter if I pass this exam or not. Some way it's going to happen. So I just need to stop overthinking and just let things be because realistically overthinking, how will it help the situation if you're just scared that you didn't pass an exam? How does overthinking help the situation? It does not. It does not before. You sit for the exam. It is not after you sit for the exam. It is not even during the exam. So no, don't overthink. Don't think about overthinking. And instead, stop yourself with positive affirmations. I am capable of getting the thing I want to. I am worthy of getting the thing I want to. I am on my way towards the goal I've set for myself. I will be successful i will be doing that job i i am taking that course you know things in the pos- in the first of all which are positive and not i am not i will not feel sad about myself just say i will feel happy you know it works a lot better so you're positive and you're using like the what's the verb called Like the affirming verb. I don't exactly know the name of it. But it's not like I will or I might or I hope. It is I am. Like to be, the verb to be, you know? Yes. (laughs) Point number seven is let go of your insecurities about your future. And this obviously also closely relates to overthinking. Now, let's just... I feel like I'm going very fast today. I don't know why. But let's just take a second to think about our insecurities where do they stem from like take a second if you need to stop this um podcast to so just think about it where do your insecurities about your future stem from most often they stem from the people we've surrounded ourselves with when we were children if we, if we saw ch- people around us struggling with money sometimes our insecurities our insecurities are that of Having a time in our life where we're going to struggle with money. If we had not the best parents, we're going to feel insecure about not being the best parents for our children. If, you know, you were traumatized because of something, you might think that the the, the same way you were traumatized, your children are going to be traumatized or you're going to traumatize someone. Some Most of our insecurities are about things that actually happened to us or happened to to someone we really know that has in some way impacted us in some way enough for it to stay in our mind, first of all, rent free (laughs) and to just, you know, have us think about it a lot and letting go of your insecurities about your future does create like opens the door for what you want to happen actually happen. Because, let me just say it this way, when we want to have, if you want to find a job and you're constantly worrying and you feel really insecure that you will never find a job because you're not good enough, truth is, I don't think you will ever find a job because you don't even believe you're worthy of finding one. So how can you actually find one? Even if you find one, most probably you'll, you'll sabotage it because you don't believe you're worthy enough. So sometimes... Not sometimes, all the time. But letting go of insecurities about your future is just really important. You know, insecurities don't help. And if you're telling yourself you're not good for something that hasn't even happened yet, first of all, your confidence is going to take its toll. Don't get me wrong. I am working on these as well myself. That's why I told you in the first place. I am nudging myself with these ones as well because I feel like I need work in some of these too. However, these are things I'm also doing or have started doing um, and they have literally impacted my whole like perspective a lot. So I wanted to share them with you. Point number eight is think of yourself more. What do I mean with this? So when you're in a situation where which is first of uncomfortable, start thinking of how it is affecting you rather than how it is affecting someone else first. And instead of thinking, you know, how, you know, I just shouldn't say that that is making me feel uncomfortable or I just shouldn't say that last time I was disappointed with this that happened because the other person might take it the wrong way and It might hurt this friendship or this relationship or, you know, this whole situation, like with a colleague, for instance, you know, there's something or something's happening that you don't really like and you just really wanted to talk to them about it. Or maybe a situation came up, which is super, super uncomfortable and you just can't help yourself, but talk to them about it. If you do it properly, so if you are sensitive to their emotions when you're doing it, but you still do it and you still get your point across, well, well done to you. That was super difficult, but you did it. But you just cannot stop yourself from doing it just because the other person might might take it the wrong way. I was talking about this with Lexi this morning as well. And we were saying like, the way you say something if you put it the right way and if you think about the other person when you're like formulating what you're going to say to make sure it doesn't like intentionally hurt the person it's very important but if the other person doesn't take it correctly like it's on them it's not on you you can control the way you say something but you can't control the way someone else um takes it and that's why I always say sometimes even like in arguments or in situations you can be sorry but the other person is just you know is going through the situation that you are also going through from a totally different perspective through a totally different experience and they're listening to whatever they want to listen to At the same time, like you can say such a simple sentence to someone and they will take it totally differently from how you intended it to to, like feel and be heard just because another person is another person and you can only control yourself. Literally, you can only control yourself. You can't control how another person perceives a message or how another person goes about saying something to you as well that's that's another thing which goes very perfectly with this one if someone says something to you and you take it very wrongly that's on you that's not on them that's on you if they said it rudely that's on them but if you let it get to you that's on you <laughs> i don't know if you're understanding but you know having like your back in the sense that if someone says something that you know is going to hurt your mental health, you need to be the person who takes care of, first of all, if they're being rude, it's not worth having them in your life anymore. And if unfortunately you need to have them in your life because it's not a choice, um, you, know, you need to find a way to make yourself aware of what they're doing so that when they do it, it you don't let it get to you. And that will definitely help your mental health because most of these things are just things that are happening and we're just allowing them to happen and to get into our brain. Like you can literally have the ugliest thought in your brain or something you hear is literally the ugliest and you still don't let it get to you because that's just how your brain works and how you've trained your mind to be. Point four. (laughs) On to point nine is take care of your boundaries. First of all, it's 2023. If you haven't set boundaries for yourself, what are you waiting for? (laughs) Best, you need to set your own boundaries. You need to sit down with yourself and think to yourself, why haven't I set any boundaries yet? Like setting boundaries is literally telling yourself, I respect myself enough that when someone crosses this, this, this or this boundary, you know, and I feel disrespected, I respect myself enough to slowly back away and tell them, Isma, you've disrespected my boundaries, you've crossed my boundaries, and next time I would appreciate if you didn't. If they do again, you can definitely talk to them about it again. But if they do again, I think it's time for you to rethink your whole friendship, relationship, you know, whatever. Do you want to be disrespected again? Because boundaries are exactly that. It is the point where you are, you are identifying the point where something disrespects you and something is okay for you. Like, for instance, in intimate relationships, like we talked about last week. Sorry. um, You could, for instance, think about, you know, for me my boyfriend liking another photo another girl's photo is totally disrespectful and it crosses my boundaries i don't like it that's okay for you if it works for you it works for you it doesn't have to work for anyone else so you've set a boundary so you can talk of like you can talk to your boyfriend about that boundary and he knows about it so if he does it when he already knows about it he is straight up disrespecting you so setting up boundaries is like and making them known as well, because you can't set up boundaries and then never share them. Because realistically, how will, they, how will the other people know that you are disrespected when you when they do A, B, C, and D? <laughs> so making sure your boundaries are well known. And if you don't have any, make some. You're still in time. <laughs> um, takes care of your mental health. Because, you know, you're, you're safe in the idea that you've set your boundaries. And if other people disrespect them, they know about them. So that's definitely on them. Even if you don't have the boundaries and you are disrespected, that's also on them. But if they didn't know the boundary was there in the beginning, like for instance, even in an intimate relationship, since I've brought up that example earlier, um, if your boyfriend doesn't know that it doesn't that it bothers you, um, that he would like another girl's picture and he's been doing it for months, and maybe even you have done it, but all of a sudden it starts bothering you and you haven't shared it with him. How is he disrespecting you if you've never even told him? You know, so we need to take care, like, of our boundaries for that matter. Because some things do get to our mental, like, do take up some of our mental capacity, Um, and sometimes it's just because things happen, things start bothering us. We change, we grow to like things, we grow to unlike things, and move towards different things, and that makes us different people and different experiences, obviously, we're constantly changing and evolving. So you're bound to start having things which bother you and things which used to bother you that don't anymore. So taking care of your boundaries is really, really important, even with yourself. Like if, for instance, some things you might be doing that might be bothering yourself, you know like when I start overthinking I really bother myself I tire myself out and then I don't have any energetic capacity to just do anything I want to or to be productive which makes me even more disappointed in myself because unfortunately I really find value in myself when I'm being productive and I said unfortunately because it's not the healthiest way to find value in yourself but unfortunately that's how I am and even though I'm working on it, it's still something that makes me feel really good to be productive. So it's not all bad, you know. It's just really bad when I can't give value to myself when I'm not being productive. Because sometimes taking a rest, um, having a good sleep, catching up on sleep, um, doing things you love doing just because there doesn't have to be a reason for you to do something you enjoy by the way sometimes we treat things we enjoy like a reward like okay you were productive you get one hour of tiktok or you get one hour of walking or you get one hour of you know watching this series doesn't life isn't like that life wasn't meant to be like that so do not get caught up in this like hustle culture obviously yes i'm writing this down because i really want to talk about hustle culture Because I feel like I'm part of it and I'm realizing it now. Like I've done a lot of improvements on it and I really want to talk about this in the future. Okay, (laughs) this has absolutely nothing to do with this episode. But the last point I want to touch on, which is point number 10, is if you really want to help yourself mentally, girl, go to therapy. I feel like I'm advertising therapy. For free now. It's becoming scary how much I'm advertising it. No. It's just the truth. If there's something, if your mental health is struggling, first of all, please seek help. Seek help. There are many ways to seek help. Um, you can call, there are landlines you can call. Um, let me just research the numbers so I can give them to you accordingly. Okay, we found it. So. You can either call if you're in Malta, by the way, because if you're not in Malta, I'm very sorry. However, you will need to search for it. Um, But if you're Maltese and if you're in Malta or if you're in Malta, um, you will need to call number 1579, which was launched. And this basically, it's a free 24-7 mental health helpline. And if you need help, if you feel like you're struggling and you don't, have anyone to talk to please go there like call there and you'll get the necessary help however if you feel like it can wait but you really want to go to therapy and you're struggling money wise please contact richmond foundation Um, you can call on two one two two four five eight o, and they offer free uh, mental like health psychological services and their service is amazing trust me um i cannot recommend it more it's whenever i hear richmond foundation i just can't help but smile and feel like i'm about to cry just because i i'm very fond of them at this point in my life i can't explain how much they've helped me so just Contact them on that number or go on richmond.org.mt. Um, obviously, there are other therapists. However, I cannot recommend any specific therapists just because I cannot recommend ones I haven't used myself, obviously. So, yes, that's all I have to say um, on therapy. But go to therapy if you feel like your mental health issues are getting to a point where they're not allowing you to live your life. If something, if an inconvenience happens and you have to curl up like a ball and sit in your bed for four days straight, you have to seek help. That's not how we need, how how we are to live our lives. Like, And seeking help is never a sign of you being weak. Seeking help is actually a sign of you being strong because realizing you need help and accepting it is actually very tough brain work and being at a point where you actually seek out for the help yourself and understand that you need to get better is actually really strong if I I may say so myself. So don't be afraid of asking for help, of seeking for help. And if you would like to just talk to someone, find someone you can trust um, and that, you know, will give you a fair share of opinions but ones which are unbiased so if you're going to someone who is totally against therapy that's being biased they cannot give you a good you know like opinion if they're against therapy because they cannot recommend you to go to therapy for instance and therapy as i've said before isn't just on if you have like big trauma like abuse or if you went through you know different kinds of abuse or an accident or these like big things which we like like to label and give a name and it makes us think that the only way we can be mentally hurt is through these things there are other things that are even minor ones that can hurt us mentally and obviously not everyone's strength is the same so one could go through a literal abuse and they would be out fine and others could be really struggling and don't be afraid if you are the one struggling because you can get through it you will get through it especially if you seek help and you go to therapy because you will understand therapy is not just about getting out of your trauma it is more about understanding how you need to start coping with your life to a point so you get to that point where it doesn't bother you anymore and i can assure you it does you do get to that point whether it seems far away or not So that was all I wanted to say for today. I feel like I really wanted today's episode to not be so, so long just because last time, last week's was very, very long. However, it still got up 35 minutes, which is amazing. That that just shows how chatty and how talkative I am. But anywho, I want to finish this episode by saying that next Monday I'm doing something which is so out of my comfort zone but I'm doing it and you'll know very soon, you'll know this week what it is and I just can't help but feel anxious but I'm also super grateful that I'm doing it but I'm also super anxious. <laughs> so yes, I wanted to say this to help you realize that even though obviously you're going to do all this mental like headwork, sort of, you're obviously going to feel anxious at times, like especially if you're doing something that is out of your comfort zone. But you know you need to do it because you need to challenge yourself to grow out of your shell. You know, you're bound to to feel anxious or to feel stressed. So being healthy sort of or being okay mentally, it doesn't mean you need to be A, B, C, D and get rid of A, B, C, D. But more so being at a, at a place and at a point in your life when you can adjust the way your brain diverts into thoughts. So if you get yourself thinking negatively, you can stop yourself and just think positively. You know, these things, like if things happen to you, you're bound to accept them and move on quicker. You know, these things that literally help you lead a more sane lifestyle, which is like not one where you will feel like everything's going south just because one single inconvenience happens. So yes, I hope this episode was exactly what you needed this week. Or maybe if it wasn't, I hope that it has given you some clarity on how you can help yourself mentally. Because sometimes it all starts from things we're doing unconsciously and unknowingly like routines we've gotten into for instance thinking negatively or feeling jealous or you know just pitying ourselves self-pity sometimes we get into these routines really really unknowingly and it's really unfortunate because once we realize and we fix them we see so much improvement so if you can start by recognizing which point of the The 10 I mentioned today, you can maybe work on before you actually go to therapy, because some people just don't feel like they have to go to therapy, or they maybe just really, really are scared of going to therapy, which is, you don't have to be scared, by the way, because it's not scary, and it's actually really, really really healthy to go there. It's like going to the doctor. You don't have to be scared. (laughs) But yes, I hope this has helped you, because this is exactly what I wanted, and Stay tuned because we, we will be having some guests really, really soon on our podcast, which I'm so excited for. I can't even believe it's already episode four, by the way. I'm recording this now, Saturday. So I'm posting this tomorrow on Sunday and it is 11.30 um, and at night <laughs> and I'm really sleepy. But we did this, and I'm really happy. I'm really proud of today's episode, if anything. I feel like it was a really good one. And I hope you have a good day, a good night, a good rest of the week. Um, if you want to chat, I'm always up for one um, on my Instagram. You can find more motivational content daily there and inspiring ones as well and some thrifting content, obviously. Um, but yes. If you already follow me there, then I will just have to kindly let myself out of this podcast and wish you a good night or a good day. And, you know, thank you for being here. I truly, truly appreciate. And I'll catch you on my next Kelly's Drift Tea. And if you haven't yet drank the tea, you have to drink it because I think it's gotten cold.